Good afternoon. Welcome to Who's Tom and Dick? With your hosts, Martin Weavers and Patrick Mortimer. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Martin. Here we are again. Yeah, how you doing? The old weeks seem to fly by, don't they, hey? I know. Did you enjoy yeah. it last week? Yeah, that was good. I think we got quite good feedback and some nice questions and bits and pieces, didn't we? I tell you what, we had people listening all over the world. We had people from uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. And Debbie Larebus was Dallas in Texas. Yeah. It's nice. It's getting all over the world. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Well, we're going to... Um, just chat on a few things today, um, subjects such as what we've been up to during the week and uh, interesting facts, one thing and another. And we're going to discuss pill boxes or dosset boxes. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, we've got listeners' comments to talk about this week, which is nice. Yeah, we've got a few people who commented on the uh, on the Facebook page and all that. Yeah. So that'd be nice. I'll, I'll read a few of those out a little bit later on. Okay, mate. Um, so what have you been up to anyway this week? Oh, it's been a um, busy week with hospital appointments, which, um, as I said, you know, you don't realise how many times you're going to go to hospital <laughs> for, yeah. uh, for different things. Some are just routine. Um, I've had to put in samples for different things. And, uh, and I had an, a Friday had an appointment, which was for diabetes. The, the day I got told um, that I got cancer, they, they came up to me and said, you've got no diabetes. And I thought, oh, fantastic. <laughs> and then the next, about the next hour, I got told I got cancer on the same day. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you did have diabetes at one point, didn't you? I did, yeah. I was 20 stone. Blimey. And uh, Yeah, and uh, I went down to 13 stone just purely by diet alone, which my wife, Linny, said he doesn't need pills. He can diet on his own. Right. And they said, no, 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 there's no way you're going to lose all that weight. <laughs> anyway, bless her. She, uh, she wasn't, you know, like a you know, a dictator or anything like that. And I could still eat certain things. I had treats. But, uh, yeah, we did. I, I, I lost the – got right down. And uh, and when I was in Benidorm, I was about 12 and a half stone. Right. And uh, when I come back. But, uh, yeah, the diabetes went. Did you add, add any exercise into that at all? Or was it just diet? It was mainly – well, I used to do the football referee, didn't I? Yeah. Which yeah. was a really good standard. Um, so that kept me really, really fit. And, uh, you know, I, I, I mean – I was keeping up with these eighteen-year-olds, uh, and um, and I always remember in one game I did this like young lad. I, th- I said, "What's the matter, mate? I've got cramp." And he's eighteen years old, and there's me at sixty at the time running around like because people don't realise the amount of running you do as a referee, yeah. which is diagonally yeah. and, and all things like that. Yeah, but uh, but you were twenty stone when you were refereeing, weren't you? At one I stage. was. So that wasn't actually getting your weight down. No, no, so it must no. Must be purely diet. Well, it, it was, and I was. Up, I always remember I was up for a promotion with my refereeing, and uh, they put they uh, put very, very politely that I need to get um, more active around the field. Right. They didn't put you need to lose weight, you fat person, <laughs> <laughs> which at the time wasn't like sort of politically, you know, correct. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, nowadays, no, nobody would write that. But right. uh, anyway, they did. They did put it in a nice way. Yeah. Well, when so. we had those t- uh, two referees, um, George and. I can't remember her name now. Abby. Abby, um, down at the Button Club the other week. You know, it was interesting to see exactly how much excess of training they have to do. It don't, is, yeah. They don't realise. I like the way you call it the Button Club. Well. <laughs> it's, what, it's what my son calls it. So, yeah. uh, But uh, it's called Sporting Memories. Yes. It? So that's what the club is, really. But yes, I mean, and also for the passing the fitness tests. Some people probably don't realise that referees have to pass the fitness test. Yeah. And if you don't pass it, then you can't go to that standard that you're uh, you're refereeing. You're aiming for as um, well. Yeah, it's a very, it's a bit outdated, the referees test, because... 
it's a certain amount of um, laps of a track in a certain amount of time. All right. Um, and I and I think the old bleep test was better, where you did sort of short runs, long runs, um, and things like that. But yeah. uh, because that's what you do as a referee, you don't just run for three and for three and a half, you know, or for twelve minutes. That's what the test is. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, certainly all that kept me fit. Yeah. And uh, helped me lose the weight, which then. I got out of the stage two diabetes. It was uh, it was hard because some of the nice things, um, uh, as everybody knows, being a singer, um, my time when I wanted to eat was sort of one o'clock in the morning yeah, after yeah. a show where I could quite easily, which I, I said I, I could quite easily. Well, I used to eat a Big Mac, um, a large thick... I know. Yeah. I know, we've been there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a large thick shake. And I remember the time we'd always said, oh, we have to stop at cafes and things like that on the way <laughs> yeah. back. Was always disappointed when they were closed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have a full meal at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Right. And think, oh, I'm going to do a football match in the morning. That, that'll burn that off. But it just doesn't. No. And no. it all stayed on you. And uh, and as I say, I I always expected to be diabetic. I, yeah. I really did. I right. always expected it. More than having cancer. Um, but to get the two, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that's enough illnesses now. I don't want any more. This test you're going for, um, will that tell you um, whether you've got it or not got it then? Yeah. It? I mean, basically the last one was two years ago that I had, and literally they, they just do a blood test and they look at everything and uh, they, they say whether, whether you've got it or not. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I'd be mortified if I, if I got it again. Yeah. But uh, I, I know what I do, but the trouble is... It's a two-way thing. My doctor wants me to put on weight, which helps me fight the cancer. That's right, yeah. Um, which I have done a little bit. Just I've put on half a stone just recently, which I didn't like doing, but uh, I have done. And then with the diabetes, you need to lose weight. Yeah. So uh, I suppose it's looking at your diet and things like that. It is. Like well, well um, funny enough, when I went in to have my test, you're slightly overweight. And I said, what? And she said, well, you're carrying probably about half a stone more than you need to. And I said, so have I got to lose that? And she said, no, 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 don't lose it, whatever you do, because you'll need that half a stone if you get ill. Yeah. You know, because you'll soon lose it. Yes. So you need to carry, you need to be wary that you need to, you know, carry a little bit of weight. All good for you. you've never been... Well, I've never been big. Large. No. You've said that, um, you know, carefully, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. But, you know, all the things that are nice are bad mm. for you. Mm. So it makes it... Almost impossible for me because I yeah. love my Sunday roasts. I like my fry up breakfast. Not that I have them, but I do like the old um, full English. So, are you more careful now with what you're eating? Because obviously, you say you like it. We've we've just had a little snack um, yeah. just before we done this, and Pat said he's had his quote. We had cheese and crackers, and he said he's had his coat of cheese for the month. So, are you more careful now with what you're? I try to be. Um, uh, Wendy might be listening to this, so I've got to be careful how <laughs> I, I act because she doesn't buy anything. Ah, she buys fruit. <laughs> So Good old go Wendy. Hunt, go Not. hunting in the cupboards. All I can find is fruit. So, yeah. you know, when she goes away occasionally, I'll have a little a treat. But um, but your culinary skills aren't the best neither, are no, they? No, beans on toast. Is yeah, quite I've, I've seen them on Facebook. Well, look, looking at the air fryers, because apparently they're meant to be easy to use. But oh, we've got one. It's fantastic. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I might have to give that a try. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. Uh, the trouble is, you know, to suddenly say you've got to go on a diet and you've got to do exercise to get rid of diabetes, you know, that's not easy for everybody because some people, you know, suffering with things like arthritis and all that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, so it's not easy. So what have you got planned this week? Uh, well, I had on Saturday, believe it or not, my COVID and flu vaccination. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and that seemed to have gone okay. Two in one, eh? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, 
I normally suffer with them for a few days, feel pretty rough, but um, last year I had them both together to get it all over and done with. And I have to time, exactly time when I have my jabs because I've got to time it between Ipswich's home games because <laughs> I don't want to have a jab and then have to go to a home game in a couple of days because, you know, I might be feeling rough. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, I've had those this weekend and um, I've been out to me, uh, do me normal walking. I try and get in um, 5,000 steps a day. I know it should be 10. Really? But I always try and get those steps in um, to get the heart pumping. Because I know sometimes um, when I call you, you're walking around yeah, Sudbury and all yeah. that and you always say it's me for your exercise. I didn't realise you did it, you know. It is. It's, it's you know... Um, Really stop all the joints seizing up and and to get my heart pumping to you know to do the regular exercise. One of the things that mm. um, you've got to do with heart disease is you've got to get some sort of exercise. It doesn't have to be um, strenuous, but um, a good brisk walk uh, is good enough. Twenty minutes. That's all you need. But yeah. I always try and aim for the five thousand um, steps. But the thing is, I mean, you you're very lucky because you are active. Yeah. Um, but some people actually can't do this, no, can they? Can't. they? And, they can't. And it's and it's more fortunate. And I think that's when you, you you sit down and and this is where perhaps people do get more depressed and things like that because they can't do it. But uh, if you do, if you can, it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, I think you've got to keep your mind active and have some hobbies and things because. If you're just sitting around, you're just thinking, you know, mm. thinking all the time, you know, and um, and that's not good for anybody. No. Yeah, so I've got my walks out of the way. Anyway, let's move on to um, to the interesting fact. Causes of heart attack, smoking, well, I don't do that. High-fat diet, well, I don't really do that. Diabetes, I haven't got that. High cholesterol, I've never had high cholesterol. High blood pressure, nope, don't have that. Overweight, no, I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, I've had two heart attacks. Yeah, so, it's, um, it's strange, isn't it? It is, you know. Um, You've ticked every single box. I've ticked every single box. I should be the perfect candidate to avoid heart disease. Well, I, me- I remember when you told me, because um, we hadn't seen each other for a while, and then I said, how are you? And you suddenly said, oh, I've had, a heart- I've had, I've had two heart attacks. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, the doctors, you know, I asked this question in, in hospital the second time round. Well, it's the first time, actually. And I said, well, how have I got heart disease? And he said, well, in your case, it's got to be hereditary. Mm. Um, so, you know, no one's safe, you know. You, mm. you need to keep an eye on things, like getting your <laughs> cholesterol tested. Yeah. But it's, it's so difficult these days because trying to get an appointment at your doctor's surgery. I know. You know. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that last week when I said about, you know, getting people when they to go and check out and not listen on Facebook to, oh, I've got this, what do you think I've got? Go and see your doctor. But, uh, yeah, it is hard. To, yeah. to get your appointments. Any other facts you got there? Well, I can say one thing. Apple Watches, everybody raves about them, but they do not detect heart attacks. Other watches are available. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they are. An Apple a day keeps a doctor away. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, you, you've got to look for signs, simple signs. You, keep, you know, you, your body tells you when you're not right. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's 30,000 cardiac arrests each year, 100,000... Hospital admissions per year, that's one every five minutes. Wow. So, yeah, that means, you know, you're going to have six um, hospital admissions while we're sitting here talking. God. Um, so it's, it, it is happening. So, you know, just beware. Get checked out if you've got any concerns, but don't go flooding to the doctors. If We can't say that enough on, yeah, on here, we can can't. we? No. Just to get checked no. out. I've got some things that, yeah, I've been looking at um, different kinds of cancer and all that, and, and skin cancer is really, really on the rise. I mean, a lot of people are going abroad anyway and people sit out in the sun. But um, it's mainly because of these tannin-like booths. Some people say they're good, some people say they're bad. Well, it's 
proves it's on the rise because of that. And uh, but on the on the good side, um, we have 28 million cancer survivors. So it's not always bad news when you get told that you're uh, you've got cancer. As I said, yeah. mine, I I cannot get rid of mine. I just have to learn to live with mine. Yeah. Um, but there are so many people. And I, and I feel envious of these people who ring the, the bells because they're clear of it, you know, yeah. and they get clear for so many years. But as I say, 28 million cancer survivors. So when you think of it, this, this is all over the world, I know. But, you know, all these 28 million people, months and years before that, were so disappointed and, and distraught that they'd got cancer. But now they've survived it. So, uh, but I couldn't believe how far cancer goes back. Um, it's, it was actually described by the ancient Egyptians. Really? Yeah, all those right. years ago. So yeah. whether they wrote it on their, on their tablets. Yeah, probably. I wonder if they took the tablets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, they've got on, that. I don't know what they... On the hieroglyphics. Know. Yeah. That, what they used to put on the caves, I yeah. suppose. There must be some, some kind of mention of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, that's how far it goes back. Well, when I was in hospital um, recently, a, a guy had got, which I didn't realise people still get, but I suppose there are people around who can have survived it, um, asbestosis. Right. He'd got that. Cracking. And, uh, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of, of anybody having that for years. In fact, they looked into my um, lung cancer. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you, you must have come across asbestos in the schools and that sort of thing. Well, uh, years ago, more, more so in the building. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would be told to go and clear a loft out, um, go into this space, go into that space, not knowing what was in there. I mean, yeah. I go back to building in the 1980s. Yeah. Um, and all this wasn't, people weren't aware of this so much then, you know, and you just did it. You I went in with no masks, nothing. I didn't realise, and I've been in the construction industry all my life, and I didn't realise that Artex contains asbestos. Yes. When you look into it, in the, into the powder, there is a shiny particles in it. Right. Um, and I, I've often wondered, is that the asbestos bits in it, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, and, and, and it's found in other things that you don't realise as well, but um, it's always best to check the package, as yeah. they say. But this is where it all goes, where it, it can go wrong, because you think if it's sealed, yeah. and then some people plaster their ceilings over, over the Artex. Now, when someone comes and then perhaps takes that down in a few right. years' time, then they're once again disturbing something that's got the... the um, well, they are, but um, when you were dealing with Artex during your times in construction... There weren't safety um, masks to wear and things like that. You just got on with it and got breathed mm. it all in. Didn't oh you? yeah, yeah. I used to do a lot of Artex and I used to enjoy it. But uh, yeah, you, you don't, you're just doing it as a day to day job at the time. But nowadays they come in with all their breathing apparatus on and oh, that sort of thing, so they should be protected to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get on to the funny subject of pill boxes or dosset boxes. <laughs> I've never called it a dosset box. Mine's always been called a pill box. I've never, I've never known it as anything else but a dosset box. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure lots of people. And um, we uh, we have a Monday evening. We get re- we get really excited here on a Monday night. We fill the box up. Yeah. And <laughs> we uh, it's, and it's just as well because I don't know about other people, but I do forget to take tablets from time to time. I'm I'm terrible, especially when I've just been on. I've, I had an infection in my bowel, um, which was the last infection I got. Which it seems there seems to be. I seem to get a different infection every couple of weeks. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, I had to have four a day, and then you have to space them between six hours. But right. you, yeah, I mean that that's that was quite hard, you know, space them. So anyway, I've, I put them in the boxes. But uh, it was interesting. I, I I got the the box out, and uh, it, you just don't 
realise what kind of or what amount of tablets you're taking. Yeah. I mean, I have nine in the morning. Right. And then midday, I have a couple. Um, five early evening, and then four more just before I go to bed. So okay. all in all, I have twenty tablets a day. Yeah. And I always say to my, I showed me kids. You know, the nine. I took a picture. I said it's breakfast time, and, and that's what I was having <laughs> breakfast. But uh, I mean, I'd have a hundred and twenty if it kept me alive. Each one does something different for pain, and uh, and and I am pain free, so yep. uh, they they that's must good. be doing something yeah. good. But every, every one comes with a, a leaflet, and each one comes with a list of side effects, doesn't it? Oh, it does. So you imagine taking twenty tablets, and the side effects you could be, you know, um, are you high? <laughs> I'm not high, but we do read these leaflets, and and I would recommend reading these leaflets because it, it, it is interesting to see what side effects you can get. I mean, a lot of them are diarrhea and sickness, but when you read some of them, certainly I don't know about the tablets that you have, but certainly the ones I have, the last one is death. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, so I avoid that one like the plague. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, but no, I've, I know that it, it's, it can have a, an adverse effect on some people and that could cause that. Yeah, I, I take three in the morning and four, four in the evening. See, um, I thought you'd have more than that. No, it has been taken down. I took more when I come out after surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then they weaned me off a couple. And one of the four I take in the evening, I shouldn't really take at tea time. But uh, uh, I thought, no, I'll, I'll add that into the evening one. But the amazing <laughs> thing is when I look through my list and, and see what they're for, I've got uh, seven tablets. Uh, six tablets are for various um, support systems to help me get through my heart disease. And the uh, seventh tablet is because I'm on the other six. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's because I'm taking tablets and probably one of yours is the same or two of yours are the same. Well, I, I just, I've been on antibiotics the last 10 days because I got a, a bowel infection and this bowel infection is for people who have been on antibiotics for a long time. Oh, right. So when I was in hospital all that time with the pneumonia, I was on antibiotics nearly every day. And then what did they give me to try and get rid of the, you know, antibiotics? antibiotics yeah. <laughs> so. And the trouble is you can gradually get immune to antibiotics, can't you? So you've got to this be is it. how yeah. much of that you take, but you've got to take what the doctor Well, orders. that's why they weaned, weaned me off them in, in the hospital, so I didn't take quite so many. Yeah. And in fact, some days they, they were, my um, blood markers were coming down because I was taking less antibiotics. Right. And they, so they said, well, look, the markers are still coming down and you're not on them, so we're so, not going to put you back on them. So your system must have kicked in. And, and then something yeah. else would happen and, right. uh, you know, and because uh, obviously your, your, your system is all, well, all to pieces, you know. Yeah, well, you had a fair old slog of nearly two months in there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah but so, uh, no, it's um, a strange, I'm in the, the pill boxes. I, I do three boxes each time, so I've got like three weeks' worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you shouldn't do much more than that because they don't like you to take the tablets out the silver container because mm. they lose their potency perhaps or something like that. I don't know whether that's true or not. So I do three weeks um, in advance, so I've always got them there. But the amazing thing that I always find is how quickly that three weeks comes around. Yeah. Well, I notice even a week, the deterioration of a tablet, Yeah. you, you definitely can. So like you said, for three weeks, yeah. you definitely would notice it. Right. So I better perhaps relook at that then. So um, we've had a few listeners uh, now, which is good news. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, and some comments coming in. Uh, so we'll just run through a few comments, shall we, Martin? Yeah. Um, Hev Vaughan put up on the, because uh, we went live on Facebook the first week, 
um, she was telling us about her mini heart attack that she had and uh, she uh, she got the pains like most people get down the arms. She's on statins for the rest of her life. Right. So, um, which a lot of people who have the heart attacks... They are, yeah. You're yeah. on statins, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that was what, what her sort of symptoms were. Um, we had Moira Ann Shearer who mentioned uh, about her cancer. I did mention this briefly in the first podcast about getting knocked. Um, my mum used to always say that if you have a bad knock, you can get cancer. And I'd never thought nothing of it. But obviously twice um, when uh, when Moira was younger, she got it and, on, and and later in life as well. So there could be some, some truth. In that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sometimes it can be sort of coincidence. We had an anonymous um, participant. That's what they put on Facebook nowadays. Um, they had throat cancer. And they'd never smoked in their life. Right. This is like the Roy Castle thing, isn't it? Where yep. he got he got the throat cancer as well, playing the old trumpet in the clubs. And and myself. Yeah. I've got lung cancer. Yeah. And I've never smoked in my life. No. But this this um anonymous participant was offered a trial chemotherapy from America. Right. And uh, three years on after that, he was he was surviving really, really good. So it does just show you that some of these uh, these trial drugs can sort of work. And uh, and he's had cancer um, two more times since then. Yeah. But now we've gone on ten another ten years, and uh, he's still surviving it. So well done um, to whoever that was. That's good news. Yeah. yeah. Friend of mine through the Bay City Rollers, uh, Gina Sugden. Um, best wishes to uh, her husband Peter. Um, he's got myeloma cancer. Um, she says that every day is a challenge, mm. and I can I can you know verify that every day is a challenge and different. Yeah. As well, you never know what's going to happen. So uh, good luck with that, Gina and, and Peter. We we send a love. Yeah, all the best. And the last one, um, guy called Charlie Cook. Um, he was in intensive care for over five weeks with strep pneumonia and pancreatitis. I don't know what the strep means, but you know, certainly I had pneumonia, so I can I know how you're feeling with pneumonia. But I also got um, sepsis and a and a collapsed lung. Right. With mine, so uh, if we're playing top trumps, I, <laughs> I might have just top trumped that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, certainly not sort of taking a mickey out of what you had, Charlie. And uh, it was actually putting in an induced coma right. for three weeks. Rhyming. Yeah. So uh, it's been a roller coaster, he says. But it's nice now to get back to normal. So uh, thanks, thanks to everybody who who shared those um, things with us. Because uh, we wouldn't have a podcast if we didn't have people sharing it with us. It'd just no, be me right. and you all the time, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So, people soon get bored with that. <laughs> so we like to give you a mention, and and obviously what you've had, and uh, and how you're getting on with it, and and how you you know how you go about your day to day life. Because we, we all do it differently. Touching on that uh, lady, I can't remember her name, who had the um, uh, gentle heart attack. Did she say? Or yeah, head of horn. Yeah, um, it's unbelievable that um you can have a heart attack and don't know it really yeah um you know i've heard this a lot and one of my doctors said that um you know we can look at people's hearts and we can see if there's been any trauma or anything there mm. and some people do have silent heart attacks mm. so you know it is important to get checked if you feel anything slightly off you know um that's not normal um get it checked you know so yeah. that's if you can get past the um, receptionist on the doctor's <laughs> that is. Um, but I've found a, a better way of getting into the doctors now. I just go up, face off the receptionist. Yeah. Um, but on the phone, they seem to have this barrier where they can fight you off. Mm. So um, I've never had any problem with that surgery, to be honest. They're really good. So, um, but uh, yeah, just keep, keep, you knew, keep an eye on it. You knew about the time I had, had a suspected heart attack, didn't you? No. 
Yep. <laughs> I'd um, I'd had a. It weren't when you had to pay for drinks, around, was it? <laughs> no. Oh. I um, I was, this was I was married to my second wife, um, Brenda, who you know. Yeah. Um, and Brenda was a, a good cook, and she used to like having all the family around and all that. And uh, we had all the family around for breakfast one morning. I had a huge big fry up, and then um, I in the afternoon I went down to the shop and bought some cakes. <laughs> and I, I, I had um, a couple of the cakes and I put the others in the cupboard. And, uh, and then we had tea and uh, we, we, had, we had a roast and Brenda used to put a huge big, you know, plate full and all that. And I remember thinking, God, I'm really full. And uh, I was watching the, um, the Masters golf that night and it went on to um, a... a a, a tie, you know, an extra yeah. hole. Yeah. And uh, I sit there and I think, oh, there's a couple more cakes in the cupboard there. I think, <laughs> I think I'll go and get those. <laughs> so anyway, I had these cakes and uh, went and, and, and suddenly I'm sitting there and my, and my heart, where my heart is, yeah. um, I was getting this chronic pain and I had to press a finger into it and for 10 seconds I got a release of that pain. It, it was really chronic that I was nearly crying. So I, I was pressing my heart and then 10 seconds of relief and then think, oh, then having to press it again. And anyway, I went up to bed and I said to, said to Brenda, I said, I'm really struggling here. She said, why? And she, I told her why. She said, if it's that bad, we need to get an ambulance. So sure enough, yeah. got an ambulance, blues and twos, all the way off to Colchester Hospital. Yeah. They, uh, they got me into hospital. And that's when you mentioned in uh, last week's um, podcast about the spray on the, um, oh, under the tongue. tongue. Yeah. They, as soon as I got there, they gave me this spray yeah. on the tongue and the pain went away instantly. Right. And they said, well, that could be good news and it could be bad news. Um, they said, the good news is we now know what it is, but the bad news is you've got heart trouble. Right. And so I thought, oh, God. Anyway, the next morning I, I went through all the tests with all the bits stuck yep. to me. And, um, and they said, oh, can't find nothing wrong there. And uh, they said, but tomorrow... They said, we'll be the real test. We're going to put you on the treadmill. Right. And uh, get, have you done a treadmill? Yeah. 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 And they, I got on the treadmill and they said, this will be the, the test and to show what you've got. Yeah. So anyway, for 15 minutes, I'm on there. I'm running on this treadmill and I was getting slightly tired. But anyway, I got off. And uh, anyway, they looked at it and they, they said, that's strange. Can't find nothing wrong with you. Right. And uh, anyway, I, I went for a, a, a meeting with the doctor and he said, he said, well, he said, everything's fine. He said, the only thing we can put it down to is gluttony. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate too much that day, I think. <laughs> and everybody wonder why you were 20 stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Brilliant. Don't time fly when you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, we'll have more to talk about next week. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed it. Me you? too. Good. Yeah. I hope you guys have. Please like and share our podcast. We're trying to get it across to as many people as we can. And check us out on Facebook. Uh, TikTok. Yeah, um, not forgetting that Twitter, one. Twitter. Or all the um, social media sites. With the QR code. With the QR code, yeah, on our Facebook page, there'll be a link to all our podcast downloads. And you can just show your phone to the uh, QR code and that will take you straight there. Thanks very much again, Martin. Thank you, Patrick. I've enjoyed it. Everybody take it easy. Have a good week. And you. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.